chance of snow on Sunday mixed with rain. Things could get slick. A1 Custom Car Care making sure that your vehicle is ready for winter. It's not just a comfort issue. It is a safety issue. Of course, making sure that your batteries prepared for the cold weather is important, but your belts, your hoses, and the handling of your vehicle, your tires are they balanced the tread everything there are a lot of aspects of it there that you know while you may have the perfect balance and the greatest tires uh, brand new uh, you hit slick ice or something yeah you're going to slide but it's that recovery uh, that can make the difference and that's where that handling is so important so make sure you're prepped for it a1 custom car care it's where for over a decade i've taken all my vehicles and and uh you know they got that guarantee as well it's three years thirty six thousand miles on most work and uh, that's because they want to make sure that they do it right. They're not into doing it as fast and cheap as possible. It's not, you know, volume, volume, volume. Uh, it's about doing it right. That's why, that's that's what matters to me, and that's why I go to A1 Custom Car Care. Uh, there is an um, investigative report that shows that out in California, this is a real shock, thousands of convicted pedophiles served less than a year in prison Less than a year, thousands. This after committing lewd and vicious acts with with children under the age of 14. The Daily Mail analyzed a statewide database of sex offenders that showed more than 7,000 child molesters were released within months after federal authorities sentenced them to prison. I don't know if I'm naive to this. I recognize that our we have a real problem in this country with not punishing people that to me equates the value of their victim. I've noted this before. People talk about what's the point in punishment? Is it to rehabilitate? Is it to punish? Or I should say incarceration. Is it to rehabilitate? Is it to punish? Uh, or is it to prevent crime from happening in the first place? And I think it just depends Uh, to a large degree. I mean, most reasonable people can acknowledge that there are certain people that no matter what the law and punishment is, they're going to violate it anyhow. Um, But there are some people that at the idea of going to prison is enough to keep them on the straight and narrow. Um, So I I think it depends on the person. I also think it depends on the the crime. Um, You know, I, I, I think there are some people who would steal if the punishment was much less as opposed to if it was greater. In fact, I think that we see the results of that when you go to some of these cities like in California and they pass laws that say, well, if you steal anything under a certain amount, then you're not going to be charged and then you see an increase in theft. So there are people in which the punishment does Uh, determine for them whether or not it's worth it. I also believe punishment is a reflection of society's value of the victim. 
if someone murders an individual and they get six years in jail, that does not demonstrate or reflect a value of that victim's life as much as the death penalty does or life in prison does. When you have an atmosphere, as apparently California does, and there may be many other states the same way, in which you can sexually assault a child and only get months in prison, you're sending a message that it's not that big of a deal. And when we, as we continue to see the, the, the left in this country sexualize children, want to normalize adults talking to kids about sex, as we see in the schools, wanting. I mean, even right here in the Bible Belt, you have parents arguing that pornography should be available in elementary schools. And going for, in my mind, if you if you sexually assaulted a six year old, you went away for twenty, thirty years. Apparently, sometimes it's not even six months. And let me tell you what it, what what happens. What what you get is the same thing that you get when you make it known that the punishment for shoplifting is greatly diminished. You get an increase in shoplifting. Because it becomes normalized. And I don't what we could argue whether it's deliberate or not. But what we are seeing in this country with the left is the normalization of sex with kids and sexual assault with kids and sexualizing kids. When you have people, even right here in the Ozarks, that argue that children should have access to pornography, pornographic materials, it is becoming normalized. And they think that they're virtuous for it. Some of this study uh, here in just a couple of moments. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. Lawrence County authorities are working a death investigation west of Miller. The sheriff says a man and woman were found dead inside a home there, but authorities say there's no threat to the community. A man's body has been found in a burning home in Monette. Fire crews found the man while responding to a house fire in the 400 block of 2nd Street. He was in the basement. Anyone with information is asked to call Monette Police or Barry County Crime Stoppers. Governor Parson extending Missouri's drought emergency until March the 1st. George Lawson reports. The extension will help officials deal with issues outlined by the state's drought assessment committee. Currently, 87% of Missouri faces abnormally dry conditions, with many counties still experiencing moderate, severe, or extreme drought. A Missouri man convicted of ambushing and killing a St. Louis area police officer he blamed in the death of his younger brother has been executed. Kevin Johnson was put to death last night by lethal injection at the state prison in Bonterre. Springfield City Council tabling a proposed Seven Brew coffee shop near Sunshine and Jefferson. City officials say most of the other Seven Brew locations average around 800 cars a day. The busiest time is around 11 a.m. when about 80 cars pass through the business. One council member says that would not worsen traffic on Sunshine. The business has faced strong opposition from neighbors. That's Matt Moyer reporting. Council has voted against that proposed Seven Brew location twice before.
I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant Employee Benefits That Work. Sunny 41 today, cloudy 25 tonight. Sunny 48 tomorrow, mostly cloudy, windy. On Friday with a high of 61. The American Transmissions Talk at Text Line 447 KSGF. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Breaking news, South Korea scrambles jets as China and Russian warplanes enter their air defense zone. Well, this is fantastic news. Things are so much more stable in the world now that we have uh, the brilliant mind surrounding Joe Biden in charge as opposed to that reckless Wreck-It Ralph president known as Donald Trump. South Korea, uh, their military scrambled its jets after two Chinese and six Russian warplanes entered its air defense identification zone without any warning early this morning. Two Chinese H-6 bombers first crossed the air defense zone shortly before 5.50 a.m., proceeded to repeatedly fly over the boundaries off of South Korea's southern and northern coast, the Joint Chief of Staff acknowledged, according to Seoul-based news outlet Yonhap. After leaving South Korea's airspace around 7 a.m., the two Chinese bombers returned some five hours later with Russian warplanes, including four Tu-95 bombers and two Su-35 fighters, and flew over Seoul's air defense identification zone through the Sea of Japan around 12.20 p.m. The planes reportedly left the South Korea uh, KDIS less than 20 minutes later. South Korea responded to the aggression by deploying an intermediate number of aircraft, including... F-15K jets in a precautionary move, according to officials, quote, our military dispatched Air Force fighter jets ahead of the Chinese and Russian aircraft's entry of the KDIS to implement tactical measures in preparation for a potential contingency, the Joint Chief of Staff said in a statement according to a Reuters report. South Korea's military said that despite crossing its defense identification zone, the foreign aircraft did not violate Seoul's uh, uh, territorial um, or uh, territorial airspace. So again, uh, just a sign of the the stability of the times and and that steady hand. We've got a story coming up, and this is just I don't I, I want to get to this pedophile situation here, but Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal, according to the Defense Department in their analysis, was a propaganda gift to China to erode the influence the United States has over the world. So in other words, what they did, China leveraged the disaster of Afghanistan to diminish the credibility of the United States. We'll get into uh, more on that later, but I do want to bring you the investigative report the Daily Mail analyzed a statewide database in California of sex offenders showed more than 7,000 child molesters were released within mere months after federal authorities sentenced them to prison. Former Los Angeles sex crime... Now, but incidentally, I, I'm going to note here, there, for the vast majority of these people, rehabilitation is not a thing. You don't meet a lot of former child molesters. You know, there are a lot of people like, yeah, I gave that life up. Generally, they're not child molesters. So to me, 
incarceration is to protect society. It's not even about punishment. It is because you recognize they do it again. You That person gets out, another child's going to be molested. So when you unleash thousands of child molesters within months of their incarceration, you are talking about thousands of more child molestations. Former Los Angeles sex crime prosecutor Samuel uh, Doryulian told Daily Mail that the statistics shocked him, adding the reality is frightening for society. Quote, statistics clearly show that pedophiles do not get reformed. They're going to come out. They're going to commit again. Letting these people out early, we're allowing for a lot more victimization, and that's terrifying. And I, I don't know that that's even disputed. I mean, they might as well just admit it because through the the actions, what we know about pedophiles is an admission it's going to happen again. So when you release them and to choose to release them early, knowing that they're going to go out and rape more children, molest more children. California law requires sex offenders to register their address and update their location upon moving with the Department of Justice. Oh, well, that'll do it. Those names and other personal details are then placed in a public database under Megan's Law, which the Clinton administration passed in 1996 after a pedophile murdered seven-year-old Megan Kenka. According to the report, 54,000. 986 sex offenders were listed on the website in July of 2019, of which 76% committed offenses against children. The average pedophile only served two years and 10 months in prison. One of the examples outlined in the report said an offender in the database named Carlos Alexander Nehu, 48, of Resda, California, lives one block from Royal Montessero School Daycare and three blocks from Reseda Elementary School after allegedly being convicted of continuous sexual abuse of a child in 2015. Authorities charged Nehu in October of 2014. He pled no contest to the crime in January of 15, which resulted in a judge sentencing him to only Two days in an L.A. County jail. Two days. He admitted to continually sexually abusing a child. I can't figure this out. I'm telling you, generally, I've got the ability to figure out people's motives. They're doing it this. Why any judge, unless he just likes pedophiles, would have somebody stand before him and say, yeah, I did this. I continually molested this child. Which, by the way, that is not, it's not like assault. Just a standard assault. Or stealing of a vehicle that, yes, may leave you with echoes or shadows of of a sense of violation. You generally completely alter the trajectory of a human being's life when you molest them as a child. And oftentimes, not for the better. In many instances, you've destroyed their entire life. And to say, ah, two days, that's good enough. I ah, will give you some probation. I, I, it's, it is incomprehensible to me. 
According to the database, some pedophiles committed misdemeanors such as indecent exposure or attempting to sued, send lewd pictures to children, and, con, and, uh, and uh, convicts received less jail time. However, the most common offense was lewd or, or lascivious acts against children under 14 years old, and 7,152 pedophiles who committed this crime served less than a year. And here's the thing, though, also, about the indecent exposure. That's, that's generally a workup, too. That should not be seen as no big deal. The sex crime expert noted the statistics were surprisingly low, saying in my day in the LADA's office, we made every effort to get as long of a prison sentence as we could because we knew that the minute they're going to come out, they are more likely to reoffend and another child's going to get harmed. Dordulian said, as a lawyer who represents victims of sexual abuse, California Governor Gavin Newsom's policies shorten prison sentences to reduce population lockup. Quote, that has been the push for for at least five years, letting people out of prison much earlier than what their sentences were for. But these type of individuals, they're not amenable to rehabilitation. And studies have shown that. They are going to harm another child. It is a very, very, very scary trend. A spokesperson for the state's attorney general told Daily Mail that, quote, public safety is our top priority in the county. Oh, like hell it is. These people are helping facilitate child molestation. They are expanding it. Deputy District Attorney John Hatami A child abuse prosecutor in the L.A. District Attorney's Office said the situation was a disgrace, adding the problem is only getting worse under his boss, George Gascon, who supported Proposition 57, which allows early parole for nonviolent felons. Evidently, molesting a child is not considered violent. Hatami also noted that the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation stopped notifying the child victim and their families when their perpetrators are released, their molesters or rapists are released. So they stopped even doing that. I don't know that there's much more in California that that government can do in order to facilitate child molestation other than kidnapping the kids and delivering them themselves. Yeah. And by the way, Gavin Newsom is viewed by so many Democrats as in the pipeline to run for president. Yeah, what a what a gem of a governor to be steering that state in this direction deliberately. These are the same people that still to this day will rail against the Catholic Church because when a priest would molest a child, they would move them to another facility in order to keep things quiet. This is at least, at least as bad, if not worse. And the people that will still to this day 
demonize the Catholic Church for its actions, are actively doing what they can to turn out child molesters without telling the victims and the victims' families, without giving them a heads up, turning them out as quickly as possible, in which everyone knows they're going to offend again. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Your voice is needed. The American people have to pull their heads out of their keisters. Now more than ever. And start thinking like responsible Americans. Springfield's Talk 104.1. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line uh, regarding California. California is basically going to facilitate kidnapping with the attempt to gather children wanting a sex change. Well, yeah, you you had that component in there as well. I had not thought of that, uh, where they were, um, I, I, I don't recall if they just crafted the legislation or they passed it that would allow uh, adults to kidnap, ch- make California a sanctuary city for kidnappers. Uh, who wanted to get children sex change operations. So in other words, if if somebody, if your 12-year-old daughter met somebody online in California that convinced her to, that you know, she needed a sex change operation and that they would help her get it, and she were to make it out to California, they, you know, agreed to meet up at the local gas station, and the pedophile drives her out to California uh, under the guise, or maybe just really to, to uh, have, uh, have reconstructive surgery, that California is working to say that you as a parent do not have the right to get your child back. This is how sick these people are out there. Is it any wonder that this is a place that was responsible for a Harvey Weinstein and a Hollywood where everybody knew what was going on? And these are the people that wag their fingers at us. These are the people that virtue signal. These are the people that pr- portray you and I as somehow being backwards, especially in flyover hillbilly country. I mean, if you want to be a child molester, California, that is the, the land of child molesters. It is essentially, in terms of any sort of real meaningful punishment, a sanctuary city for child molesters. Now, I could be shocked and find out that other states also have judges that will sentence admitted serial child molesters to two days in jail or just have them in for a couple of months. I'd like to think that there are no other states that are that awful. I suspect I know what color they are, politically speaking, if if there are. But, uh, yeah, wow. Sanctuary City for Child Molesters. Way to go, California. Uh, pedophiles can't be rehabilitated, not a single case. Absolutely. Another saying was watching a show on Ancient Rome. Someone stated, where vice is virtue and virtue is vice, we are going to crash and burn like Rome well on the way. There are those that are trying desperately to get us there. And those of us who try to stop it, we are the bigots. <laughs> we, You and I are the dangers to our society. Springfield's Talk 104.1. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed.
You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. First alert forecast, sunny 41 for the high today. Tonight, clouds 42, 48 tomorrow, and 61 on Friday. Sarah Myers. Thank you, thank you. Well, today I'm going to actually film a video for my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. You know, every single day I talk about my fixer upper farmhouse, but today I think I'm actually going to show you what it looks like and some of the repairs that my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance are going to do for me, uh, especially my kitchen floor. I always say I have a dip in my kitchen floor. Well, once I get that video up, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Now, if you find yourself needing a home repair or maintenance, highly recommend my friends over at Beatles. They can do a variety of home repairs. Uh, they can do a lot of those big name jobs that you may have. Maybe you have some issues within your call space. Maybe you need to add a vapor barrier. Maybe you want to do some radon mitigation testing, or maybe you have some mold. Those are all things that Beatles Property Maintenance can help you out with, but they can also help you out with some of those smaller everyday things that just kind of, uh, can get out of control if you don't get to them quickly. You know, maybe you need to replace lighting in your house. Maybe you need a new toilet or maybe you want a bathroom remodel. Beatles can help you out with all of those things as well. Now you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team at ksgf.com under the Sarah's endorsements tab. Um, those of you that were watching on Facebook Live, we, we lost the feed. It is back up. Um, Sarah noticed it was around the time I was talking about China. Stop. Okay, there so we go. I'm going to see if it cuts it off again. It's going to cut off China, again. China bad. Communist Chinese. See if it does. Cut. China. I, well, and China. <laughs> uh, she, Sarah's like, well, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist. I mean, we, we know Apple is conspiring. I, I want to use the word conspiring. I mean, they are helping the communist Chinese. Crack down on protesters by blocking the ability of the protesters to, you know, do airdrops with one another and share files with one another. It froze. Did it really? Yes. Well, it looks like it's live over there. I'm watching it on my computer. Oh, well, mine it's still working. Immediately froze and it started doing the little circular thing. Oh, like I think that, that may be just your computer because I'm know. good over here. But, but you, know, you have these big tech companies. That on one hand, they go after somebody like Elon Musk because he's all about free speech. But then they also, at the same time, side with the communist Chinese who are, and I don't just mean morally, they actively participate in helping them crack down on protesters. I noted this yesterday, the comparison, and the left, they act like Elon Musk is this horrible person that puts people's lives in danger, while with his technology, he allowed the the Ukrainians to utilize it, which they had credited with the turning around, the, this momentum of, you know, we went from a world in which Russia was moving in and Kiev, the fall of Kiev was all but inevitable. And then all of a sudden things changed. And the, the, the generals on the ground in Ukraine said it was, it was Starlink. So we got Elon Musk, which we're told by the left is this horrible person uh, who is uh, filled with hate and allows hate to spread and, and therefore is a danger to good, uh, kind people. He's the one who uses his technology, allows his he doesn't he, he offers it, volunteers his technology so that the people of Ukraine can protect themselves while you have a left-winger, Democrat activist like Tim Cook, 
who instead of offering up technology to help the oppressed, he gives it to the oppressors. The advantage. By blocking. It would be as if Starlink was, isn't that the name of Elon Musk's satellite internet? I think it's Starlink. That if the Ukrainians had access to it, already and Elon and they were utilizing it to their advantage in defending themselves against the invasion and Elon Musk came in and shut it off that's what Tim Cook has done when it comes to the protesters who were communicating with one another by utilizing airdrops and other for to share files and he and he blocked that I have there been any news stories about that I know I can't be the only person who's noticed this. I mean, I don't sit around listening to everybody all day. Or, but I, it is just such a profound comparing contrast. And from the greatest virtue signalers and those who wag their fingers at the rest of us are the worst abusers or, they, or you know, in, in terms of saddling up and helping facilitate human atrocities. I, I am not backing off, not that anyone really cares, but yesterday I, I said somebody like Tim Cook is no different than somebody who helped facilitate the Nazis in the extermination of the Jews and the millions of other people that they went after. Sure, they may not have been the one driving the train or turning on the uh, the, the, the showers, but they knew what was going on and they helped provide the infrastructure so that the Nazis could more effectively and efficiently do what they wanted to do. That's what Apple's doing today. And I'm sure not the only one. I mean, LeBron James, any of these people who act as propagandists because of their love for China, be it because of the money or just their totalitarian nature, they are the, they are the, 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 the collaborators of Nazis of our time. And I'm not going to back off on that. I'll welcome anybody to challenge that assertion or the, the comparison. I mean, it, it, I I'm, I'm think it's a pretty straightforward parallel. Coming up, there is this. I, I've not heard of this guy, Jake Flint. He is a country was a country singer. He died. Um, I don't know how big of a name he was. The reason that this caught my attention is because of um, it's one of many instances in which what, at least in the initial reporting of the death, a seemingly perfectly healthy individual that dies suddenly, which happens to be the name of a new documentary. So this guy is 37 years old. Just hours after he married his fiance, which she's posted video. I mean, they all seem happy, having a wonderful time. Bam dies. Uh, Nobody seems to know why at this point. And, you know, things happen. Could have been an aneurysm. Evidently just died in his sleep the way it sounds now. And, 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 you know, sometimes these things do happen. But what we are seeing is a lot of this people dying suddenly. And it's generally otherwise healthy men within this certain age range. 
and a lot of these individuals, yes, let's go into the you know what would be considered conspiracy, were recipients of COVID vaccines. Now that coupled, where's this other story? With the story that um, I'll find it. There's a recent revelation about the CDC and how th- there was a uh, court a release. I thought I had this right in front of me. The, because of a court order, the CDC had to release. Ah, they had to release new data, and it shows that C- the CDC knew the COVID vaccine associated with myocarditis. That there was an association there. They've known it. This is according to new data the CDC was forced to turn over under a court order. But still, you can't question these people. Because they're the experts. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Well, we did get dumped on Facebook Live again. I'm sure I, I'm. It probably is because I was talking about China. These people are lapdogs for the communist Chinese. So I got to talking about it again because we noticed the Facebook live feed all of a sudden ended on its own, and Sarah's like, "Well, you were talking about China." She said, "I'm not a conspiracy theorist," and so I said, "Well, let's try it again and see what happens." Sure. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Boom. It wouldn't surprise. At I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, seven minutes. That yeah. Time. Uh, yeah. yeah. Record there. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll try it again. I'm not sure. I'm going to clear a bunch of... I also started history. talking about COVID, so they could have dumped it. And you know what? Oh, that's a twofer. But here's what's sad. When when COVID first started, when it first became a, like, uh-oh, something's going on here, and when China began um, isolating Wuhan and, and um, like, really tracking down people... I had a, a friend of mine on the show who barely got out of China. Her husband is Chinese. Uh, his family's back there, and, and she lived there for years as an English teacher. And after 9-11, they came back. But they went back to visit all the time, and all of this exploded while they were over there, and they just barely made it out. And she was talking about – now, this was before we had ever heard anything about Wuhan. I mean, I'm talking – this is – this is so early on. And she was talking about that first, you know, one of those nights that her, her niece had come home who was a teenager and and how the niece was saying that everyone knew that it came from this Wuhan lab. I mean, this is I've never even heard of Wuhan. And she's like, yeah, you know, she, she said that. And they were mad because the censors on social media were blocking them talking about it. And so they would have to come up with different words or symbols or code language because of the oppression of the communist regime and the relationship they had with social media companies. And but that and I'm like that's where we are today just a couple years later. In fact, this this film uh this documentary died suddenly that um it is and I haven't seen the documentary yet. It has been recommended to me on numerous occasions. Uh and there are numerous mainstream news stories about it. But of course the news stories are all about how here's uh, here's one of the headlines, AFP from Canada, died suddenly film amplifies false COVID nineteen vaccine claims. Well, of course, these are the same media outlets that have been lying about COVID all along. 
about the masks, about the lockdowns, about, oh, vaccines will stop the spread. It'll stop you from getting it. Uh, So immediately I'm somewhat suspect. But I I noticed that somebody who is uh, on social media, they were posting to recommend this, but they didn't use the, the actual name of the documentary. They called it that film or something. I knew what they were talking about. But I also knew why they didn't put died suddenly because we are now operating. We are operating in the United States with censorship that is similar to the communist Chinese to where now people here in America have to use code words on social media so as to not get blocked. It was not this way just a couple of years ago. This is how quickly the left has has shifted us into an authoritarian atmosphere. And many of you, and you may have noticed this, I, I've seen that there's oftentimes confusion. People will be on social media and somebody will make a posting and then you'll see in the comments, they're like, I don't even understand, why do they keep using this word? And then it gets explained to, it's to stop the censors. And I, it, 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 it is sad to me that the America of freedom and liberty is gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. I mean, that, that country is no longer. It, that's just a reality. I think it's very hard for many of us to accept because we never felt all the times that we were attacked, all of the, the enemies from outward, even 9-11, these, these horrific events, and we we're like, forget about it. Yet here it was internally. It was from within. That's where the true enemy was that took down what made this country great. And it occupies the White House. It occupies the FDA. It occupies the CDC. It occupies the FBI. occupies the, 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 the uh, CIA. I mean, we really saw it come to a head uh, during the, the Trump years, the Trump administration. That's when they really began ramping it up. And, and it was that period of time and then COVID just really accelerated it where they're like, you know what, forget about it. We're not even going to pretend that we care about freedoms any longer. The Chinese communists, they know what they're doing. Let's go that route. And of course they would deny it. Well, what we're doing is different. See, we're protecting you. We're just stopping the bad guy. What? That's what they say. If you listen to any government or citizens of the government who justify violating people's right to speak, to assemble, to believe what they want to believe, it's always for the the reason that's given, whether it's Hitler, Mussolini, Fauci, Z, Putin, it's always for the people to protect the country, the nation, from the other bad citizens. The reason is always the same. And it, 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 it is, it's so disheartening that the core, the soul, you hear Biden talk, oh, the soul of this country, the soul of this country, they have destroyed. You and I may have it, but as a country, when you have so many people that are willingly okay with, with just, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people aren't okay, but this is the reality of where we are. We are a society that behaves like victims of communist China who have to 
use code words and code language in order to communicate so as to not be censored by big tech that coordinates with government. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. So country singer Jake Flint unexpectedly died hours after his wedding, and he's seemingly healthy. It could have been an aneurysm or, you know, just massive heart attack. It does happen to young people. He's 37 years old, and they say it was suddenly, and I just thought, man, I've heard that so often, died suddenly. A lot of times they're young, athletic people. Uh, died suddenly. There's a film um, about this. Uh, it's on Rumble. I'm not sure where else. I have not seen it yet. Uh, but I've, I've, uh, many of you have recommended it. Uh, of course, the, the media and tech all say, oh, well, it's just all lies because they're trustworthy. But here's a piece. The earliest, demo- or the earliest demographics to get COVID-19 vaccines, such as healthcare workers, reported a surprisingly high rate of serious complications from them, according to data the CDC was forced to turn over in a court order. Not some right-wing news outlet. Not some right-wing conspiracy theory. The CDC, they were forced to turn this information over. So while you and I, in the beginning, we were talking, well, I have a cousin who is this, or I know somebody who's a nurse that said this, and we were shut down, we were accused of spreading misinformation, while the CDC evidently knew it was happening all along. News in 60 Seconds.